The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello everyone, Christina Morrissey with you for Stock Insiders, our podcast focusing on investing. If there's a question you need, you just reach out, we'll ask it for you, we'll track down the experts for you and today it's all about property, it's all about timing, get in and out at the right time and you could make a fortune. But if you're not armed with enough or the right analysis of the market, mistakes in this part of the investment world are very hard to rectify quickly. Let's get into it. For those of you who've been part of Team Stockhead for a while, you know we always bookend with listen, watch, read, analyse the investment opportunities we share with you. If you're new to our team, welcome. You're going to become familiar with an acronym. We want you to stick at the top of your investing checklist, D-Y-O-R. Do your own research before deciding where to put your funds, independent research. And sometimes, you know, that can be challenging because so much research is funded by entities with vested interests in a topic. Not this time. You are going to love the market analysis and trading platform up for discussion today. It has independent tattooed in big, bold italics under the entity name, Halo Property. It's a subscription-based research offering, tapping into the huge investor interest in the Australian housing market. It's new investing data software, which is underpinned by data provided by CoreLogic Australia, and driving all that innovation using years of much sought-after expertise, former ANZ Bank and Credit Suisse Australia Chief Economist, Warren Hogan. He's been drafted in, and he joins us for Stock Insiders today. Warren, welcome. Thank you for having me. That's okay. Now, there is nothing more topical than the housing market at the moment. Seems to be all-consuming. And you are about to release a Halo Property Market Outlook webinar for 2023. In the lead-up to that, and while we've got you to ourselves, Warren, can we get a sneak peek and start this podcast by ripping the Band-Aid off, starting right there, because they always say it's darkest before the dawn, but many of us are actually wondering if the dawn is ever coming when it comes to the housing market. So before we get into this new tool that we can use to guide property investment, what are you forecasting? Let's just get it over and done with. Yeah, thanks, Christina. Um, Well, we are forecasting further price falls, so it's not quite dawn yet. It's maybe 3am, but we're well advanced on this property correction that's now been going on for uh, about, well, almost a year in Sydney and Melbourne. Um, And I think this is one of the key points that we, we draw out here is that the national market is, is is great for economists like me to, to analyse and, and think about, but there's a lot of different property markets in Australia. And we, we look at all 30 sub-markets. And what I mean by that is the, the capital cities, the regions, apartments, houses, and there's a whole range of different um, uh, dynamics driving different markets across Australia. And some of those markets we think are starting to get towards your dawn, that is, we're getting close to finding some long-term value, and we actually do a deep dive in our pod, in our um, webinar um, on the Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane apartment markets uh, because I think that is one of the uh, the first markets that's presenting value, and I think that's a very well understood market by investors, and I think they're going to start to get involved in that market in the next six months and uh, put a base in for prices there. So for those of you who are new to the investing market in property, why is that? Can you explain that for us? 
Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing, I mean, with property is that, as you alluded to in the introduction, it's it's a very illiquid market and in, in it's not like stocks and bonds. You have to get it right because you can't easily reverse your investment decision. The transactions cost, the stamp duties, all of this sort of thing are just way too high. So you need to do your research even more than in other markets because you've got to get it right. And then, of course, uh, you've got to find the kind of markets you're comfortable with. And um, most people tend to invest in markets that are close to where they live. Uh, but there is a whole country out there and there's lots of different kinds of properties and uh, lots of different investment opportunities. And also you do see markets perform at different sort of times. And although the overall national markets is, is in a down move because of higher interest rates, um, we're seeing Western Australia and Northern Territory, for example, holding up very well. They've hardly fallen at all and uh, we're rising right up until... No, November, December, um, whereas Sydney house prices are off 15%, one of the biggest falls we've ever seen ever in, in Sydney. So there is a whole range of different markets, and that's why Halo Property, I think, is such a useful tool because it really helps you cut to the chase on finding that investment opportunity that suits you. All right, so before you tell us more about how we're going to use this fabulous tool to help us make some money, uh, you, you mentioned that dirty little word, interest rates. Just briefly, what what sort of impact is that having on the Australian property markets right now? Well, my role in Halo Properties is to provide an economic valuation. The economic environment is critical to all property. Each individual property has its own characteristics, even you know individual markets. But interest rates and the st- stability of the economy, household incomes, these are all critical. And of course, this is the big driver of, of markets in recent years, the big drop in rates pushed prices up through the pandemic, despite all the uncertainty that the pandemic represented, people went in and bid up house prices because they could get cheap funding. And of course, the sudden reversal of that situation last year with the unprecedented 3.25% increase in the RBA cash rate, which has pretty quickly passed through to variable mortgage rates, um, has seen that sort of process uh, reverse. We think we think interest rates are getting near the top. Um, the RBA, I think this is one of the things we talk about in the webinar, the RBA has, has, has come out and said that they've got more to do. But, you know, more to do is one, two or three rate hikes, probably not, you know, one or two percentage points. Um, they are getting near the end of this tightening cycle. And that, of course, tells us we're getting near the end of the um, property correction some stage in 2023 is my, my, my estimate at the moment. I'll step out of my neutral hat and say I really hope so at this point in time, Warren. So what do those interest rates tell us about rental yields? Well, this is an interesting debate going on out there in the, in the community and the RBA governor got um, quizzed on this a lot in his recent parliamentary testimony. And the reality is is that uh, the, the, the cost of funding, that is your, your mortgage interest rate for investors, is one cost that goes into um, the cost for, 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 for rental. The reality is is that the rental price is a reflection of the supply and demand for rental rental properties. Um, and what's happening at the moment is, of course, a big pickup in demand, not just because the economy is doing well and people have got jobs and they're moving out and this sort of thing, uh, but we've also now got the borders open. So we're getting a lot of um, inflow of uh, people, uh, whether it be temporary or permanent, and they tend to rent. And it's pushing rents up. So the, the the rent, the dollar value of rent is going up everywhere in Australia. In some markets, it's going up by the fastest pace in decades. 
Um, and then the flip side of the investment equation is the value or the price of the property is coming down. And so then what really matters to an investor or should matter to an investor is what we call the rental yield. And that's the equivalent of the investment return uh, to a bond or the dividend yield you might get out of a, a, an equity um, or a stock. And of course, that's been supercharged because both key elements are, are going in the right direction. That is, rents are going up and prices are going down. So these rental yields are the highest they've been in five years. And I think by the middle of the year, we're going to see the highest rental yields in the Australian property market that we've seen for over a decade. And of course, this is very attractive to investors. Yeah. Is that where you're seeing the value coming into the market? Well, look, there's no doubt that um, the rental yield is a key element. And I would always advise that you look at rental yields, that if you just look at capital growth, um, you're not seeing the whole picture. Um, and I think there's particularly in this in this world where we've got very expensive property markets on all of our, of, of our metrics, there's only a, a a handful of markets that are not expensive in Australia. So if you're looking to buy into a market that's um, still expensive, you want that rental yield to be on your side. You want it to be strong uh, and strong in comparison to other investments like term deposits at banks or like um, a balanced investment fund or like investing in bank shares or something like that. And that's certainly what we're seeing. Um, and I think with a bit of patience, if I'm if I'm right on the on the overall cycle that property prices are going to reach a low point, generally in Australia in the, in 2023 sometime, you actually get the uh, benefit of both a decent rental yield and that potential for price appreciation or capital growth. All right, marking that on my calendar. So, how do you manage to find value in property markets with this uh, tool that we've got, Halo Property? Yeah, so obviously the starting point is the overall picture, the economic picture, and I essentially model or estimate value based on economic variables, interest rates and household income. It's as simple as that. These are well understood economic models, but what I do is I don't sort of put them all into a black box that no one can understand except for the most well-trained statistical economist. Um, I sort of present them in a, in a form of an income anchor that sort of says, okay, well, given the incomes that exist in, say, for example, Melbourne, uh, what should the house price be? What can people afford on that income? And then you overlay the interest rate. So when interest rates are falling and low, that means that people can actually supercharge that income to borrow more. And that's what we saw in the pandemic. And when interest rates are rising and high, their borrowing capacity is cut back. So effectively, we use those combinations of income and the interest rate cycle uh, to then value all the different state markets. We use state level income data. And that just essentially is all about where we are compared to history. We've got about 25 years of data of history. And I think that's about right because that's a pretty substantial sample. And then that tells us essentially, and we present the degree to which markets are expensive. So for example, Sydney house prices have fallen by 15%. They're still 20% overvalued. Sydney apartment prices have fallen by, you know, let's call it nine, 10%, and they're only 9% overvalued. So you get these metrics that you start to triangulate um, what markets within the country are starting to look like value. And that's what we present in a, in a rigorous way. So, Warren, there are a lot of different people and companies making assessments and advice on the property market. Can you explain the attraction of a platform like Halo? What's it, what is it offering that others aren't? Well, we take what is regarded as the best database in the country, and that is the CoreLogic database. 
And we order that and pull that together at a suburb level so that the potential investor can go and look at the history and performance metrics on individual suburbs. And that's really when you're getting into the nitty gritty. That's actually something that well, CoreLogic themselves have certain capacities on and there's other providers that do that sort of minutia. We take that minutia and then overlay it with my macro and all the experience I've had looking at the Australian economy now for 25 odd years. I was the chief economist of a big commercial bank, ANZ, where property was our main game, as it is for most Australian banks. Um, and so I overlay that analytical judgment uh, on top of that. And really, we, we we are on a journey with our with our subscribers. We I'm up there doing an update every month. The database is updated every month when we get new information in. And no one knows the future. What I'm trying to do, and I think the real differentiator is that I provide not just the valuation metrics, but also forecasts. So I am forecasting on the platform where these property prices, the median property price at this stage, we haven't got into in, into forecasting individual suburbs yet forecasting where they'll go over the course of the next 10 years. Now, of course, it's a forecast. We, we, we adapt and we change to new information, but that's part of the journey. It's not a one-off report. It's a journey. And as we talked about at the beginning, this market, more than just about any investment market, requires research and it requires getting your timing right and getting very comfortable. So who's it actually aimed at and how is the information accessed? Look, the reality is, is that this is going to be a really powerful tool for, for anyone in, in the industry, all the way from industry participants, all the way through to investors. And, and I'd argue uh, if getting hold of this this t- subscription to Halo for a year or two for a first home buyer costs you um, a few thousand dollars and you save $50,000 in, 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 um, in, in costs uh, to buying a place or over the long term, it saves you millions in your overall total return. Um, it's cheap. So look, it's anyone in the market, but really, I think the, 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 the real sweet spot is, is for investors, people who are going to build a portfolio of multiple investment properties to build wealth um, over time. And this will help them execute um, a diversified portfolio and, and, and they will be able to find all sorts of investments all around Australia. So is it a link into a website? How, did, well, how does it present itself? It, it's a it's a web-based software and you can subscribe and get access um, as uh, and that immediately drops you into all the histories. You can look at all the historical forecasts. We've only been up and going for three or four months, but you can look at our history. You can look at the current. Every month we'll do an updated pack. Um, and then, of course, all the all the suburb level database is in there that you can you know you can tinker with. You can you can customize it. Um, and of course, we're going to continue to develop this as we get feedback from the market um, and improve uh, the, the tools and analytics in there. So what additions to its capabilities then are you planning on or can you not reveal that to us yet? Well, look, we don't want to give too much away just because it's genuine research and genuine yeah. research and innovation doesn't always go where you want it to. But um, we're, 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 our main focus is linking um, my work at the sort of macro level, you might say, looking at the, the national and the state markets more readily into the database. Um, and then the big picture, of course, I think the holy grail of all of these um, systems is to try and actually start modelling um, fair value at a suburb level and at an individual property level, almost creating what might be called a benchmark price for certain properties 
Um, and then that'll become obviously critical to the whole industry for pricing, particularly in times like this where the market's moving a lot. I envisage you locked into a little room, you know, attached to a computer doing this 24-7 with a guard outside. Your information is going to become so valuable, isn't it? We hope so. And and I think that for the right users, um, the information right now is, is fundamental. And I've already actually been locked in that room developing this uh, <laughs> most of last winter. Um, and a lot of a lot of analytical work goes into it. Um, and look, I think it's going to be of great value to um, to the marketplace. Well, you said you'd been up and running for three or four months. So what's been the actual feedback from customers since you launched? Look, it's really good. There's, there's been great interest in the views um, and also that, as I said, that connectivity between the overall macro view that I present within the, the very usable database. I mean, the, the, the data, the core logic data and, and other providers out there have got lots of data on property, but it's, it's all about accessing it. It's a vast market with um, millions of potential assets and, of course, thousands of transactions that happen every day. So... Really pleased that we've got the, the the data into a usable, digestible form for your average investor. Yeah. How long did it take you to say yes when they put this idea to you and, and said, could you come and lead this for us, please, Warren? We've got well, they sort of tricked me into it. They, they, oh. they, they, they sort of wanted me to give them some advice about how you'd go about it. And at no stage did I think I was going to be the person doing it. And then, then, then the penny dropped. And, um, you know, I think it's a, a great uh, extra string to my bow. I do a lot of work on the overall economy. It's got great complementary there. I've been studying the RBA and interest rates for decades. Um, and of course, the property market is central to the operation of the Australian economy. I mean, what's the old saying? What's the biggest thing you're going to buy in your life? A house. Yeah. So for the vast majority of Australians, the property market is critical. And of course, it's critical on that period that doesn't happen very often when you buy. Um, and so, you know, I think uh, the thing that really appeals to me about this is bringing greater information into that market, independent information, and that that market is more efficient from an economist's point of view. And that means people are transacting at, at um, better prices. Warren, brilliantly wrapped up. Believe it or not, we've actually run out of time because the podcast gods are about to cut us off. We could talk real estate and investment opportunities in this market for hours, but now we have an insight into a product that will do some independent analysis for us. We're going to let you go and lock yourself back in that room. Thank you for coming on the program. Thank you for having me, Christina. That's okay. And we finished with that acronym DYOR. We will check in with Warren as 2023 progresses. But of course, if you take a subscription with Halo Property, his insights and the data from CoreLogic will be in your inbox every time there's something new to observe or predict about the housing market. Warren, you said that's every month, correct? Every month we update the database and I update my views and forecasts. Fantastic. Another potential addition to your investment toolkit and Warren is one of those people whose insights are priceless. Until next time, DYOR, get the sold sign ready and unlock your patch of property potential.